Welcome to the Journey of Faith podcast. This is your host, Michael Lay, and the author of a new book, I Walk to the Desert, A Journey of Faith, which has a focus on encouragement for today, hope for tomorrow, and preparation for our continued journey of faith. For more details about our podcast series, please check out our website at journeyoffaith.info and sign up for our newsletter. And now, your host. Hello, and welcome to the Journey of Faith podcast, episode number one. This is your host, Michael Lay, author of A Walk Through the Desert, a new book just released last December. Thank you for joining us for our first podcast attempt. We pray that our time together will be a blessing to you. Today we wanted to share the framework of our podcast, what we've learned from God's Holy Word, and how we've been encouraged by God's Holy Spirit over our continuing journey of faith. In God's Holy Word, we have found guidance for many challenges we have faced in our journey of faith, including encouragement, comfort, hope, joy, and peace, just to name a few. The inspiration we've received from God's Word has truly been life-changing. In this podcast, we'll cover many of the highlights from our book we just published, including the beginning of our journey of faith with our salvation from sin and our broken world. Also, we will share ways to build a stronger relationship with our Heavenly Father. Beyond that, we wanted to share encouragement for today, hope we have found for tomorrow, and our preparation for our own continuing journey of faith. Beyond the episodes that are covered in this book, we plan to share other encouragement inspired by the Holy Spirit for our continuing journey here on earth. So to start this episode, I will ask you a question. Have you ever been disappointed, experienced a loss of a loved one, a loss of a job, or loss of physical abilities? Well, I'm sure at some point in our lives we all have, and it can be disheartening, discouraging, and downright depressing. It can be exhausting. I know I've lived it just as many of you have. But during the worst of these times, when I was laid off from a job, we lost our financial resources and lost a loved one, we felt really discouraged during this time. But this is when I was inspired and encouraged by God's Holy Spirit to write this new book, I'll Walk Through the Desert, with the hope of inspiring and encouraging others. During this part of our journey, we were very discouraged, even depressed, but holding on to God's word, we were able to make it through this toughest part of our journey. To be clear, I'm not a theologian, not a Bible scholar, or even a teacher. I've spent most of my 50-year work life in industry, about 20 years in the finance and accounting realm for the largest joint venture in a Fortune 10 company. In another career segment, I spent over 20 years working in information technology and became a vice president of information technology for a global manufacturing company. In the last 10 years, I've spent in the consulting industry for multiple uh, national firms. So the last 18 years, I've studied and researched God's Word to find threads throughout the Bible to put this book together. A Walk Through the Desert is a collection of God's words that encouraged us over these decades. We can best describe A Walk Through the Desert, A Journey of Faith, as a strategic roadmap for our journey through life based on God's holy word. It includes guidance for our salvation from sin and our fallen world, 
as well as encouragement for all the twists and turns in our journey. Our passage through life may include the joys of the mountaintops, the depression in the valleys, and desolation that comes in the time we walk through the desert. Our faith in God's grace can sustain us through all of life's experiences. This book outlines how we can get our faith aligned with God's will and encourage us during our time of trials. To be clear, this is not about selling books. In fact, if you have access to Kindle Unlimited, you can download a copy of the book for free. And we'll try to cover all the book's highlights in these podcasts. The most important focus of these podcast episodes is about sharing the Word of God, the light God's Word brings to this dark world, the encouragement and comfort that God's Word brings us, and the desire to share God's grace and mercy with fellow travelers in our journey of faith. So over the next several podcast episodes, I wanted to share highlights from this book and share the encouragement that God has given us over the last 50 years. I've dedicated this book to Kathy, my lovely bride of over 50 years, and our daughter, Delisa. They're both truly gifts from God. They both shared this journey through the desert and were, to, were part of God's encouragement during our journey. So this podcast is designed to share highlights from this book, but will focus on how we were drawn closer to God and how His mercy and grace have carried us through. In this first episode, we will start with the overview to share the inspiration and the origin of our book. While my journey of faith began April 13, 1959, my faith was challenged to the core after 9-11. We entered the darkest time of our lives. I lost my job. Our life savings was gone. Our net resources went below zero. Very negative. I could not get an interview. People wouldn't talk to me because of my last name. People at the church stopped talking to us because clearly we must have done something wrong and God was punishing us. Then one morning the Holy Spirit woke me out of a dead sleep and gave me the outline to the subject of this book. Truly God has an answer for everything we face in our lives. Today, I truly believe God has revealed another step toward completion of his message of encouragement. This includes his never-failing promise that he will never, ever forsake us. He is always with us. Whatever trial we might face, failure we might experience, loss we might suffer, he is always with us. The message from his word reveals that there will be obstacles in life and how to prepare for those events. Without that preparation, these events could have catastrophic impacts on our life. We have learned that life's journey has many twists, turns, ups, downs, seasons, and phases. Our journey, our passage through life, consists of various stages or events. Some good, some bad, some that are remarkable, and some we wish we could forget. Looking at the mountaintop experiences... The Bible has many names for God. I found 16 different names. But the one name throughout the Bible is El Shaddai, Hebrew meaning God Almighty, or some have said God of the mountains. From the beginning of the Bible, we've seen the mountains are a special place to communicate with God, like when Abraham went to Mount Moriah to sacrifice his son, when God revealed his name to Moses on Mount Sinai, 
when God gave his Ten Commandments to Moses on that same mountain, or when Elijah went to Mount Hebron to hear what God's still small voice had to say. All were very special experiences in their own own way. But it's safe to say in these moments we're filled with overwhelming feeling of unity with the Creator or others. The mountaintop experiences are great times in our life, which lead us to the good place in our mind and our hearts. We have made contact with God, and as always, His Spirit warms our heart. We're encouraged, we're recharged, we're reinvigorated, and ready for the next steps in our journey. Unfortunately, life's journey cannot entirely be in the mountains. Another part of our journey can be the valley. A valley can be defined as an elongated depression between uplands, hills, or mountains. Also, it can be the low point or interval in any process or situation. You are no longer with God in his perfect place. God has not left us. His Holy Spirit is still with us, as he promised. But now we're exposed to the enemy that wants to separate us from the Holy Spirit. Throughout the Bible, there are examples when men were attacked by the enemy, but God is still there, and he provides as he promised. Noah found grace in the eyes of God because he provided for Noah and his family. Moses was called to deliver the children of Israel from slavery. Elijah, who was the prophet of God that foretold the famine in the land, even Jesus was tempted by the devil in the desert. Each of these individuals journeyed in the valley and was attacked by the enemy. Still, God was with them, protected them, provided for them as he promised. We should remember we can still have victory while in the valley because God is with us. We are reminded of that in the 23rd Psalm. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me by paths of righteousness for his namesake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Your rod, your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemy. You anointed my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Sometimes we get tangled up in our journey, but God is with us and will provide for us. I'd like to look back to God's word and remember another of his promises to give us hope. In Jeremiah 29, 11 to 13, For I know the plans I have given you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not disaster, to give you a future and hope. In those days when you pray, I will listen. If you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. Another part of our journey can be the desert. Throughout life, we've all seen mountaintops and valley experiences. We have learned that these are to be expected in our own ways we've prepared for those ups and downs. After 9-11, I learned there was another part of a journey that I had not heard many words about, the desert. The desert can be described as several things, a lack of water, 
a wasteland, emphasizing lack of inhabitants or the road not well-traveled, wilderness emphasizing the difficulty of finding one's own way. Basically, a desert is a direction not well-traveled or often journeyed. We would never choose that direction, but sometimes we cannot control our journey. The Bible speaks about the wilderness in several scriptures. Some scriptures point to the wilderness as a place of discipline to God's people, but Isaiah refers to it as an area of rich and spiritual husbandry. Recognizing this certainly brought on many questions to me regarding discipline or spiritual development. My first thought was that God was punishing us for being sinful, but after reflecting, it was clear to me that there we're all sinful in many ways. God has every right to punish us. But then God revealed that discipline is more than the practice of training people to obey rules or a code of behavior. God wants to take our spiritual nature to a higher level for a deeper relationship with him. Wow, God loves us. He wants to a deeper relationship with us. God used this desert time to bring us closer to him and have a more intimate relationship with him and the Holy Spirit. God reminds us in his word, God is with us even in the desert. In Deuteronomy 2, 7, we see the Lord your God has blessed you in all the works of your hands. He has watched over you through your journey through this vast desert. These 40 years, the Lord your God has been with you, and you have not lacked anything. During this time, I learned a daily prayer. Lord, thank you for the transitions in our life. Thank you for opening doors and for closing them. Father, soften my heart and draw me closer to you during this time of challenge. Sew my lips to murmuring and complaining and replace them with songs of joy, thanksgiving, and praise. Teach me to be faithful and obedient that I might inherit your promises. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Also, during this time, I learned a life verse to remember and a promise to hold on to, Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. The intention of these thoughts Scriptures and prayers in this book are to prepare your heart and your mind to survive a desert segment of your journey. The purpose of this is to help you understand the good times, the mountaintop experiences, the bad times, the valley experiences, and the worst times, the desert or the wilderness experiences. You may ask, why even mention thoughts related to the worst times in my life? Certainly, we don't want to discuss it or even remember it. What value could come from it? My heart truly asked these questions and others. In my journey of life, there was such a time in the desert. During this time, there was no joy, no resource, and no recognizable hope. It was clearly the most desperate of times. What I wanted to share with you is what God, the Holy Spirit, revealed to us during the ups and downs and the twists and turns that we've encountered as we have traveled through our journey. 
we have found his word to be both encouraging and uplifting. His words also can be a roadmap for us during our journey and has sustained us in many ways. So these are some highlights shared in the beginning of the book. We felt it was important to share the encouragement that we received through the years, but most importantly, to share God's love, his encouragement, the comfort from the Holy Spirit, and the hope we can find in him. Thanks for joining us in our first episode of the Journey of Faith podcast. We hope you will join us for our next podcast episode in which we'll explore the next chapter of our book entitled Journey of Faith. This is where our journey of faith actually begins. Thank you for joining our podcast today. Until next time, remember to check out our website at journeyoffaith.info and please subscribe to our podcast. As our journey continues, we offer you this blessing from the Lord. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn his face toward you and give you peace.